And uh, I just flipped out when I heard that. Uh, not only the sound, but the, the whole band, the whole thing. And, and of course, uh, Gene's uh, tremendous part in Sing, Sing, Sing. Anybody know Sing, Sing, Sing? Everybody knows Sing, Sing, Sing. Do it! Jazz music has the ability to to bring any sort of emotion, and it's it's such a broad broad type of music. It covers so many different styles. Sometimes it's dark and gloomy. Sometimes it's bright, like that uh, that classic um, "Sing Sing Sing" by Gene Krupa. It can you know it can make you dance around, and it can make you cry. I guess. Uh, this is another week of my show DUI on Haida Gwaii Radio Society, and this week I'm just going to run around different uh, the different aspects of jazz music, and I don't ever claim to be any sort of, I'm definitely no expert on jazz music, but I'm definitely a jazz listener, so I'm going to play some, and I don't know, I don't know, like I can't really get into the chord structures and the, all the intricacies of, uh, of what it is, but I can definitely appreciate it. Just the way it just makes you feel so natural. The way that uh, it can put you in any mood, you know. So that's a 
that really upbeat, awesome, like swinging style of Gene Krupa, swing jazz, kind of big band stuff. Gene Krupa is an amazing, amazing drummer. I mean, best drummer of all time goes between, there's always an argument between him and him and Buddy Rich, who I'll play a little bit later. But right now I'm going to go to some of the, I think the most important two chords in all of jazz um, is the start of this song. And the two chords say, you can you can hear them saying the song title. I'm going to play uh, the album version of So What from Kind of Blue by Miles Davis, you know, because Miles Davis and jazz. <laughs> That's the that's the quintessential. It's long, but that you know jazz is jazz is that. It's it's a, it's a long journey <laughs> around and if you haven't listened to much of it, I'm going to try and uh, introduce you to some, hopefully. Uh yeah, so I'll play So What by Miles Davis.
One of the things that brought me to jazz was, uh, you know, getting deep and deeper into comedy. I was, I, I grew up a pretty big comedy fan. And once you get into the comedy scene of the mid fifties into the sixties, you get Mort Saul, Tom Lehrer, Lenny Bruce, Woody Allen, Bob Newhart, um, you know, and, and there was a, there's a direct correlation between, between the comedians of that time and jazz clubs. Cause there wasn't anything, there wasn't a comedy club, you know, it, it, they would be kind of in jazz clubs and opening for jazz musicians. I actually like, I really love like putting myself into that, like sitting in the back of a smoky room and everybody wearing their three piece suits, smoking all over the place. And having an awesome band and then thinking that there'd be a comedian there telling his jokes and the comedy of that time had the beat of like a scat singer almost. So I like, I've got to kind of like mix together a few things and I'm going to play one of my favorite, uh, songs from Coltrane. Well, the whole album's good, but I'll play one song cause we don't have an hour to just play one album. And I'm going to mix over some Lenny Bruce to give you kind of that, that feel of the being in a comedy club with, all the jazz around at that time and um, yeah I mean if you dig into it and you can kind of imagine what it might have been like at that time walking around New York City Chicago or something like that going into a jazz club seeing comedians like such legends like that and then playing <laughs> opening for people like Miles Davis and John Coltrane so here you go person you were too. I think that a lot of marriages went west, you know, they went split up uh, in my generation because ladies didn't know that guys were different. I mean, different, it's very tough for chicks to realize that, that although we speak the same language, that you you can have babies. It's, different you're so it's like no guy ever cheated on his wife ever but ladies would get hurt and want to leave the husband because they thought the husband's cheated and they never did cheat because what cheating means i know so lady means kissing and hugging and liking somebody you have to at least like somebody guys that doesn't enter into it all the time no Ladies are one emotion, and guys detach. Not consciously detach, but they just do detach. Like, a lady can't go through a plate glass window and go to bed with you five seconds later. But guys can have head-on collisions with Greyhound buses in disaster areas. Everybody's laying dead on the highway. Not only the hospital, in the ambulance, the guy makes play for the nurse. How could he do a thing at a time like that? I got horny. 
A what? A hat. How could you be hot when your foot was cut off and you're dead? I don't know. He's an animal! He got hot with his foot cut off! I guess I'm an animal, I don't know. What did you get hot at? The nurse's uniform. It's a moron, that's all. He's an animal. He's a... No, it's guys detach and has nothing to do with them liking, loving. You put guys on a desert island, they'll do it to mud. Mud. So if you caught your husband with mud, somehow you could get overseas there. Mud! Don't talk to me, that's all. You piece of shit, you leave me alone, that's all. Go with your mud, have fun. You want dinner? Get your mud to make dinner for you, that's all. That's it, it's just that you can't get angry at them. You can't want to leave them for that at all. No, it's, um... You know, it's actually subjective, but in retrospect, I really get a kick out of it. That getting divorced, the only true get-even device, because I'm really convinced that no guy ever leaves a chick, you know. When chicks get cold, they really get cold. That's, it's over, really. When it's over with them, it's over. And guys can't ever figure that out. They always figure it's one more time here. Yeah. And the guy's like, it's a kid's Yeah, because it... I th here's what I figured is, you always hear chicks say, you know, oh, I wish you could meet a man, you know, some, some dignity, and this guy, you know, guy can walk all over, you know, just be really a man, a man. But chicks don't know that it's, it's, guys are like dogs. You know, you take a dog, you beat the shit of them, pow! Pow, keep coming back. Ladies are like cats. You yell at a cat once, Siamese cat, they're gone. So that kind of quality that ladies are looking for, you really want a guy to act like a lady. Because there's a ladylike trait, that kind of spunk and they don't need anything. When we're talking about jazz, it's easy to get caught up in the, the lounge style kind of mastery of Coltrane and, and Chet Baker and uh, Miles Davis and uh, Dizzy Gillespie. I guess Dizzy Gillespie is a little bit more upbeat. Yeah, I'll play some of him later, but I think, I, I mean, there's so many different aspects of jazz, right? And, and some of the bigger band masters like uh, Louis Armstrong and... Uh, Glenn Miller, the, that was like the, the swing era dancing. That was, that was the nightclub dance dance uh, parties, you know, instead of a DJ. They had, they had a huge band in the brass section that would get your feet moving around. So let's dance around on this Sunday evening. It was a little bit gray and gloomy today. Let's feel a little bit better. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna play uh, Jeepers Creepers by Louis Armstrong. Get off and dust your shoes. 
Oh, Jeebus, Creepers, where'd you get those Creepers? Jeebus, Creepers, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, gosh, all get up, had to get so lit up. Gosh, all get up, had to get that size. Oh, golly gee, when you turn the heaters on, woe is me. Got to put my cheetahs on a jeebus, creepers. Where'd you get those peepers? Oh, those weepers. Had to get my eyes. Oh, where'd you get those eyes? Oh, jeep, 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 jeepers, creepers. Where'd you get those peepers, boy? Jeebus, creepers. Where'd you get those eyes? Guys, all get up. I dig it so let him Gosh, all get him, boy I get that size Golly gee oh, When you turn those heaters on War with me That put my cheetahs on Jeebus, 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 creepers Where'd you get those people, boy? Oh, those weepers Have they hypnotized, yes Where'd you get those eyes? Every good uh, dance party's got a slow number for you and your honey to swing around and hold each other close. So maybe grab yourself or your partner if you're, if you're so lucky to have one. <laughs> and swing them around the living room to some Glenn Miller Moonlight Serenade.
jazz is the music of masters, you know, masters in, uh, masters in trumpet and, and saxophone and band leading and drums and, uh, you know, composing. And I think it's also, it can also be the music of wordsmiths and masters that way. And I think that the best demonstration of that in jazz is Tom Waits. Um, he can really put you, I mean, jazz really puts you in a mood, right? When you, sometimes they don't, they don't need singers or something like that to put you in that mood, but just with the chord structure and the progressions, they, they make you happy or sad or, you know, ready to dance or something like that. And, and Tom Waits can, Tom Waits can put you there with, you know, a few, a few chords on the piano and, and the words that he says, he's an absolute wordsmith. My nectar is asleep And the combo went back to New York The jukebox says to take a leak And the carpet needs a haircut And the spotlight looks like a prison break Cause the telephone's out of cigarettes the balcony is on the make And the piano has been drinking The piano has been drinking And the menus are all freezing And the light man's blind in one eye And they can't see out of the other Piano tune has got a hearing aid And showed up with his mother And the piano has been drinking The piano has been drinking As the bouncer is a sumo wrestler Cream puff Casper milk owner is a mental midget with a IQ of a fence post cause the piano has been drinking the piano has been drinking and you can't find your waitress with a Geiger counter
uh, that last one was Cubana Bay by Dizzy Gillespie. It's got a really awesome uh, bongo Cuban march on that. It sounds so nice. I love it. One of the coolest uh, records I came across in my little in my record collecting life, which is pretty adolescent considering how many records there are in the world, was this uh, was this Jerry Mulligan and Chet Baker. Uh, quartet album that's kind of a it's I don't know it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet it's got some classics on there both songs that they both composed and just played together it was from some sessions I think in 1963 yeah wow um one of my favorite songs off it is the first one on side two is Love Nest which is a Chet Baker classic so I'm gonna play that on the other side of that, we'll explore the uh, the way that you can push jazz to its limits and come back. Listening to this, all these jazz songs, you can feel the structure. You can feel them all working within that structure, and usually the lead kind of pushes that structure out a little bit and then comes back. And uh, you know, it's it's all it all feels pretty 
pretty, um, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no other word for it, but structured. Later on in his career, you know, in the like, uh, in the seventies, amidst amidst a, a bunch of psychedelics, Miles Davis, with the album Bitches Brew, pushed those the structure, and it, it was you can tell that it was a bunch of musicians sitting, just absolute masters of their of their instruments. Maybe they were on a bunch of psychedelic drugs. Who knows what was going on? But they're sitting in this room, and there's a little bit of. They're all pushing each other to try to get back into that, but well, well, being forced outside of that that structure. And there's probably like I mean, I'll play what I can from Bitches Brew, but I mean I'm not gonna play. I mean the song Bitches Brew is twenty something minutes long, so I'm gonna play a little excerpt from it, and um, you can kind of feel that where there's a the bass player kind of gives his little doom 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 doom. And then everybody else, he he's almost trying to get everybody to land on it, but nobody wants to do it. And they're all exploring their own thing. And then they'll go, bam, and they'll all land on one shot. And and then just go, and then and then go out from there. And then, bam, they'll land it again. And sometimes they go out for 10 minutes just exploring their different, you know, little trips that they're on. And then they land back on, you know, in, in sync under this one spot. And then they push it out. It's it's so beautiful to listen to. But I guess if you don't, yeah, I mean, if if you're new to jazz or uh, I don't know, just if you don't kind of understand what's happening, it sounds like a brain aneurysm, like a live brain aneurysm. Um, but if you do realize that these musicians are are the best of the best of the best, and they're jamming together, and they're trying to push each other to to get as far out of that structure as they can while still being inside the structure. And it's a, it's really, really, really cool to listen to. Uh, once I spent a whole road trip, I think me and Graham were going somewhere. And, uh, and he didn't, I don't think he'd listen to it that way. And I was kind of explaining to him kind of what it was and how far they're pushing each other out. And we were just, Boom, we were blowing our minds listening to it. It was really cool. Uh, so I'll play as much as you know, a few minutes of Bitches Brew and hopefully you can see what I'm talking about with that.
hopefully in that little clip you could hear what I was talking about with the the push the the, the musicians pushing each other outside and then landing back into the into the structure of the song. Now, I mean, this is Haida Gwaii Radio, so we should we got to we got to respect our our Haida Gwaii jazz masters. Um at my clan's potlatch recently, we celebrated the life of Gnanst to Percy Williams. And uh in that we we gave out uh, I think a thousand CDs of of some of his recordings with uh, with other Haida Gwaii musicians on them. And uh, it's it's a beautiful mixture of a bunch of a bunch of awesome local musicians, you know, that started it all for for all of us local musicians. I'm gonna play my favorite song off of this one. It's summertime. Now on this record, uh, the musicians are Percy Williams on sax, Eddie Hands on guitar, Paul Mignon, <laughs> Paul Mignot <laughs> on piano. Bob Bulichuk on ba- on bass and uh, Al Gardner on drums. And uh yeah, I mean the cool part about this is when you listen to it next to all the other things that we just played, it it fits right in. It's so cool that these 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 the brass and the and the the mastery of instrument was even even to local local musicians. All right, take a listen and then I'll catch you on the other side and I'll send you off into the Sunday night. This has been another week of my show, DUI, on Hadaguay Radio, HadaguayRadio.org, Hadaguay Radio Society on Facebook. Like and share and, you know, do all the things. Check our schedule out this week. There's all sorts of fun stuff coming up. Um, yeah, this show, I mean, what I love about jazz and jazz musicians is their mutual respect and... Uh, and competition it's friendly competition sometimes unfriendly competition but the pushing of each other and these scenes back in the day where they would have come up in clubs together and been checking each other out and then going back home and just pushing them pushing themselves further and further to compose you know deeper and more meaningful music and that all these musicians had pushed each other so far and i think uh 
I really love the competition between two two of the artists. The way I'm gonna play this out, I guess, is uh, an excerpt from the from uh, the Sammy Davis Jr. show in the mid '60s, and two artists that pushed each other to absolute mastery: uh, Gene Krupa and uh, and Buddy Rich, the best musicians of all jazz, I think. Well, I don't know, maybe not. That's all over the place. Who knows? So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and um, here's your excerpt. Have a good night. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Gene Krupa. Hi, I'm Buddy Rich. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we would like to introduce our very good friend, Mr. Sammy Davis, Jr. Thank you, Gene. Are you ready, fellas? Sam, we want to stay good friends, don't we? Of course we do. Hey, can we have the sticks, please? A stick? Yes, yes, please. Thank you very much. All of them. All of them. <laughs> now, can we start, please, friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Okay. You ready? Ready. To the drums, guys. To the drums, guys. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Yeah, you want to stay good friends? Yeah. Give me your shoes. Oh, come on. And you guys. <laughs>